Locked On Kentucky, your daily podcast on the Kentucky Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, what's going on, Big Blue Nation? Welcome on into Locked On Kentucky, your daily Kentucky Wildcats podcast. I'm your host, Lance Dahl, also co-host of On the Line on ESPN 106.7 and Fox Sports Central Alabama, also writer for USA Today for various SEC-related things. But on this podcast specifically, we take a dive into all things Kentucky athletics. Thank you so much for making Locked On Kentucky your first listen every single day. I want to remind everybody that we are free and available on all podcast platforms. We'll be coming to YouTube this time next week. Before we dive into everything that we've got to unpack on today's episode, a lot of Western Kentucky talk going to be breaking down the Hilltoppers and what they do uh, best. Want to remind or want to let everybody know. I don't want to remind everybody because I've not said anything about it yet. Want to let everybody know that we will not be having an episode tomorrow and we will not be having an episode Friday as it is Christmas Eve. We'll have a recap of this game against Western Kentucky coming out on Monday of next week. Uh, we're going to have a little bit of a break for the uh, for the holidays. Merry Christmas, by the way, and happy holidays to everybody out there listening. Hope everybody's doing just well uh, during this holiday season. I know I sure am. The weather has uh, not been phenomenal, but I will say I am a cold-weather person, and I do uh, really, really enjoy uh, really, really enjoy this time of year, especially if we get a chance to uh, to see some snow. All right, the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers, currently 8-4 and four on the season, in case you did not see it. Uh, Western Kentucky is Kentucky's replacement game uh, on Wednesday. Kentucky was slated to play Louisville uh, in, in their rivalry matchup, but that game has been postponed. Uh, we do not have a makeup date for that one yet, and then Kentucky on Monday was scrambling to find a new opponent because it's like, well, Louisville's got COVID, and all these different uh, schools have COVID. Let's see if we can reach out to some teams that were going to play this weekend or week but aren't, and they uh, they eventually got Western Kentucky. I know that they reached out to Gonzaga. I know they reached out to uh, to Wisconsin. Uh, Kentucky did, and they ended up getting the, uh, the Hilltoppers uh, out of Bowling Green, Kentucky. So first off, we're going to break down offensively what the or what the uh, Western Kentucky Hilltoppers do well. Then we're going to break down defensively what the uh, what the Hilltoppers do really really well. But first, I uh, want to give you just an overview of what they've accomplished this season, just to give you an idea of what this team is all about. All right, like I mentioned earlier, eight and four on the season. They actually opened the season, uh, started the season off one and three uh, with losses to Minnesota, South Carolina, and Memphis in back-to-back-to-back games. Uh, and uh, the the uh, Memphis loss was really, really close, 73-69. to 69. That was in a new... or. or uh, excuse me, the Minnesota loss, 73-69. to 69. That was on a neutral site. Minnesota, pretty solid team, top 75 in the Kempom ranking. So it's like, oh, okay, well, this this is a group of six school, essentially, or a non-power uh, six school, excuse me. Uh, they should be able to keep it close with a team like Minnesota. And they did, uh, unfortunately, though, they lost by four. Then they went and played South Carolina. Also on a neutral site, they lost that game 75-64. to Again, just to kind of be expected, I believe South Carolina is either 9-2 and or 8-3 and on the season right now. So that one does not shock me whatsoever. It's like, it's a decent South Carolina team that they just went and lost by by, by nine or by 11-2, excuse me. So uh, it's, an, it's not that big of a loss. And then they went away to Memphis and they lost 74-62. to And I've just got mixed feelings about the Memphis Tigers so far this season. Currently sitting at six and four. Started the season off five and zero. Oh, then they lost four straight to Iowa State, Georgia, Mississippi, Ole Miss, and uh, Murray State. In uh, Iowa State and Mississippi, obviously being the two uh, big time losses there. Then they turned right back around 
uh, this past Tuesday, a week, just a week from uh, week from yesterday, and they beat Alabama 92-78, to just blew them out of the water. So I really don't know what to make of Memphis. Uh, I think they're, they're obviously capable of accomplishing really great things. It's, it was proven by the fact that they beat Alabama, but still, it's like, eh, that, that loss to Memphis does not look too great considering they are, uh, the Tigers are just 6-4. and four. So they started off 1-3, Western Kentucky did, then they went and uh, won four straight. But I'm going to be honest with you, it was not against uh, talented competition. They played Alabama A&M, Tennessee Martin, a university called Rhodes, which isn't even on the Kim Palm rankings because I believe it's not even a Division One school, and then Eastern Kentucky. Uh, Eastern Kentucky being the most difficult opponent out of those four, and uh, they won only by five. 85 to 80 was the final score there. Then they lost to Buffalo at home uh, by 10, 77 to 67. And Buffalo actually is, uh, I think, a really talented opponent. They are six and four, but they've had a very, very tough uh, schedule so far, have the, uh, the Bulls. So, and that loss is not necessarily inexcusable, but confusing. Uh, and then after that, uh, you know, they've, they've been on a little bit of a tear. They uh, beat Ole Miss uh, at home, dominated them actually, 71-48. to 48, Or excuse me, that was on a neutral site. Then they played center. Uh, it's 90-52 to 52 was the final score there. Western Kentucky won that game. And then they just recently beat Louisville by 10. So Kentucky was going to play Louisville on Wednesday. And... This team that they are now playing is um it just just beat it beat that team that Kentucky was going to play by ten, so it's they're they're, they're obviously capable of uh, of pulling off a, a decent win. Of course, this is going to be Ken, or Western Kentucky's second quadrant A opponent that uh, that um that Western Kentucky has faced. Uh, and whenever I say quadrant A, what I ref, what I'm referring to is on Ken Palm. Uh, when you look at uh, team schedules, he has teams that are like I guess likely to make the tournament. He has them in two different quadrants, just A and B, uh, in terms of like talent and I guess rating and different things like that. And Louisville was a quadrant B team. Uh, Minnesota's a quadrant B team. Memphis was a quadrant A team, and then Kentucky is a quadrant A team. So this is uh, this is Western Kentucky's second quadrant A team uh, in in, uh, in their early uh, part of this uh, this this 2021 season. Uh, Western Kentucky is also about to start conference play after this. After they play Kentucky, which, by the way, they only have an 18% chance to beat Kentucky, they uh, have to go and play on the road at Southern Miss, and then they take a deep dive into uh, CUSA uh, conference play, which, by the way, just looking at some of the different numbers in the CUSA, this is not a particularly talented conference, at least according to Ken Palm. Like, he uh, really does not like a lot of their schools. I mean, he really likes La Tech, and he likes UAB, but outside of that, I would even question the legitimacy of Louisiana Tech and UAB. I think is talented in a variety of areas, but even then, it's like UAB's fifty fourth on the in the Ken Palm rankings. Are they really are they really that anything that special? So that's a look at Western Kentucky, what they've accomplished this season, uh, and what they are set out to do after this game. Again, eight and four with losses to Minnesota, South Carolina, Memphis, and Buffalo. You would like to think uh, that what that Kentucky would have a shot in this game, but just keep in mind, Western Kentucky did just beat. Louisville by 10. All right, we're going to take a dive into what Western Kentucky does on the offensive end in just a second. 
Today's show brought to you by Prize Picks. I've been telling you guys about Prize Picks for quite some time now, and if you still haven't signed up, what are you waiting for? Prize Picks is a leader in college sports daily fantasy. They offer more college football and basketball props than anyone in the world, and they offer all the star players of the Power Five as well as mid-major players you might not have ever even heard of. They also offer any prop you can think of. So in basketball, you could play points, rebounds, assists, three, threes made, and more. All the users that go and make it deposit using promo code locked on will receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Just be sure to use promo code locked on when you make a deposit. You can pick two to five players and an over under on their projections and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. It's just you versus the projected numbers. Prize picks also allows mixed sport entries, which means you could take the over on Joel Embiid from the NBA and combine it with the under on Aaron Rodgers from the NFL in the same entry. Use the award winning app on both the app store and Google Play. Injuries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. Do not hesitate, guys. Check out prizepicks.com and use promo code locked on or go to your app store and download the app today. Prize Picks, daily fantasy made easy. This is it, guys. It's the putt to win the tournament. And if you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software? To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth with visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budgeting, and more. NetSuite is everything you need to grow all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of your competition. Over 27,000 businesses already use NetSuite. For the new year, NetSuite has a new financing program for those ready to upgrade at netsuite.com locked. Head to netsuite.com locked for this special one-of-a-kind financing offer on the number one financial system for growing businesses. That's netsuite.com locked. All right, so continuing along here on the Wednesday edition of Locked On Kentucky again, I want to remind everybody we do not have a show tomorrow. We do not have a show Friday. We will be recapping anything that happened over the weekend. We will be recapping this game on Monday, and I, we've certainly got some things to talk about. By the way, Will Levis, in case you didn't see it, he's going to be coming back to uh, to Kentucky next season. We're going to kind of take a dive into what that means for this Kentucky roster next year. We uh, really liked what we saw out of Will Levis uh, this season, uh, and I think that he's definitely going to be able to grow in his role and take the next step uh, next year. And I think he's going to have an interesting schedule to work with. And we talked about that like three weeks ago or so, and we may bring it up again just to kind of kind of reiterate how exciting next year could be for the Kentucky Wildcats. Listen, if this uh, just random tangent here, if this uh, if this um, freshman class is any indication as to what is to come for the Kentucky Wildcats, um, I may be, be predicting an SEC East championship here in the next couple of years. Anyway, basketball talk. <laughs> basketball talk. Western Kentucky uh, coming into town tonight at 5 p.m., Take a look at some of the offensive numbers for the uh, for the Hilltoppers. So according to Ken Palm, their offensive adjusted efficiency, which is the the primary metric that Ken Palm uses to determine whether or not a team is good offensively, 
they uh, their adjusted efficiency is 104.8. Now, that may, number may necessarily not mean anything to you. And to be honest, it doesn't necessarily mean anything to me either. What matters to me more is where does that rank on a national scale? There are 358 Division One teams in college basketball. That 104.8 number is 96 nationally. So that they, they uh, have the 96 best offense in terms of adjusted efficiency. Does Western Kentucky? They average seventy-eight point six points per game, which is actually pretty good. Uh, they, they they know how to score the basketball, and they uh, they don't particularly shoot well from three, only thirty-three point three percent. But they do shoot well from the floor, according to Kim Palm. Their two-point percentage is fifty-three point nine percent, which is sixtieth nationally. Sixtieth nationally. That's that's pretty good. The issue with the Western Kentucky offense, just looking at it from a whole here, before we look at some of the individual components. The issue with the Western Kentucky offense is that they turn the ball over uh, quite a bit. 21.1% of their possessions result in a turnover. That is not good. They turn the ball over 14.3 times per game. Again, not good. That's not a good number. Uh, you, you look at some other metrics here. Their block percentage is, is pretty decent. They don't get blocked very often. Again, like I mentioned, they shoot very well from the floor. The uh, steal percentage for Western Kentucky, the amount of times they allow the ball to be stolen is 10.8% of the time. That's absolutely terrible. That's 285th nationally. That is not a good number. Also, their non-steal turnover percentage is 10.3. And this is an interesting metric here because I've just kind of looked through uh, the Kimpom um, numbers here on his website. And obviously, because I've had to do a lot of game breakdowns, and I've not really seen a team that is is poor at uh, giving up non-steal turnovers. I've also not really seen a team that is good at creating non-steal turnovers yet. At least I haven't. We're going to talk about that in just a little bit, talking about the defensive metrics for Western Kentucky. But overall, to recap, they're relatively efficient. They score the basketball pretty well. They shoot a really good percentage from two, and then they turn the ball over whenever they don't. Uh, whenever they don't shoot a uh, a well percentage. So, looking at some of the individual components for for Western Kentucky, specifically, just taking a look at their starting five. Starting with the guards, you've got Davion McKnight, averaging fourteen points a game and six rebounds. Very solid numbers for a for a six one guard, getting six point six rebounds per game. Uh, Cameron Justice. Uh, averaging 13.2 points per game and 2.1 rebounds per game. Solid numbers there as well. Luke Frampton averaging 9.6 points per game uh, for, for the Hilltoppers. He is a senior. And then you look at the forward and the center, Jarius Hamilton. Uh, 16.5 points per game, 6.5 rebounds per game. He is a senior. And then Jamarian Sharp who uh, if you've not seen uh, on social media, if you've not seen any highlights of this kid, this center that Western Kentucky has, he is seven foot five, 235 pounds. You heard me correctly. He is seven foot five. You look at his blocks this season, he averages 4.8 blocks per game, which I believe is, is a, a little over 50. That is easily first nationally. Uh, just absolutely insane numbers from uh, from uh, from Jamarian Sharp. Only averages 8.2 points per game, 7.8 rebounds per game, shooting uh, 69.2% from the field. He is going to be a very, very interesting piece uh, of this Western Kentucky offense. How does Kentucky defensively handle him? I'm not really quite sure yet. We're just going to have to find out. Uh, I think the, the other interesting player of note on the offense for Western Kentucky, going back to the guard spot, Cameron Justice, like I mentioned earlier, averaging 13.2 points per game. He is a senior, 
And the interesting thing about Justice is he has been playing college basketball since 2015. Again, I am not, I'm, let me repeat myself. I did not miss, I was not misspeaking there. 2015, he's been playing college basketball since 2015. He played on Vanderbilt in 2015. Uh, played on Vanderbilt in 2016. He was injured in 2017. He played on IUPUI in 2018. Scored 18 points a game there. Pretty solid. In 2019, he was with Western Kentucky. And he got injured in 2020. And then in 2021, he is back with the Hilltoppers for his for his sixth or seventh season. I, it's just too many seasons to count there. So Cameron Justice, uh, really interesting that he has been in the college game for so long. So that's a look at the Western Kentucky offense. We're going to talk about the Western Kentucky defense and uh, what problems they could pose to the Wildcats. And then also we're going to give a final score prediction. We're going to do all of that in just a second. Today's show is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this holiday season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football continues its march through college bowls this season and the professional football playoffs. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code LOCKED ON to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports, so don't wait to take advantage of all the new amazing offers available. Bet online where the game starts. Today's show is brought to you by Built Bar. This holiday season, grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, or even better than a candy bar, Built Bar. Filled with so much holiday goodness, rich with decadent flavor, covered in chocolate, but it's amazingly low in calories, sugar, net carbs, and fat, and it's also very high in protein. So you get the best of both worlds. They're both delicious and healthy, and they've got so many flavors. You'll have a really hard time choosing between all the fantastic different flavors that they have. You could have raspberry, mint brownie, cherry, double chocolate, cookies and cream, peanut butter brownie, and they've got more on top of that. Built Bar gives you that extra fuel you need to bust down those mall doors and battle all the holiday shoppers this holiday season. Go to built.com and use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com. All right, wrapping up the Wednesday edition of Locked On Kentucky. Really appreciate you guys making Locked On Kentucky your first listen every single day. Want to remind everybody that we are free and available on all platforms. Coming very, very soon to YouTube. We've almost got it set up, guys. We are probably going to have, I believe Monday's episode is going to be the first episode uh, that is that is aired on YouTube. So be sure to stick around for that episode so that you can go and subscribe to the channel. Uh, it's going to be really awesome. Really excited about the studio stuff that we've, uh, we've got set up uh, here. So can Western Kentucky's defense. Obviously, I think the thing that stands out immediately about their defense before even looking at points per game or adjusted efficiency or anything like that is their block percentage. Obviously, Jamarian Sharp uh, it carries the way it carries the weight there. Sixteen point nine percent of possessions result in a Western Kentucky block. That is tenth nationally. That is absolutely uh, that is absolutely insane. Very very solid stuff from Western Kentucky. 
only uh, only uh, giving up. Let's see here. They're only giving they're only giving up sixty five point seven points per game. That is reflected in their adjusted efficiency on defense. They are ninety eighth nationally in adjusted efficiency on defense according to Kimpom. That is very solid. And then you look at the other thing that the uh, the Hilltoppers do very very well, which is uh, keep opponents off the free throw line. So. Kim Palm has this interesting met- metric called free throws attempted slash field goals attempted. And it basically, the uh, the mathematical equation is breaking down, you know, how often do teams get to the foul line whenever they have an offensive possession, right? And normally, it's sitting somewhere around, I would say, like 30%, 32.4%, somewhere around there on average. Actually, Western Kentucky on offense is really close to the average. Uh, but but on defense, it's probably a little bit lower than that. Western Kentucky, at least according to Kim Palm, the number there is 16.2, which is second nationally. So they do not put free uh, players on the free throw line uh, very, very often, which I think is going to be interesting considering the, uh, the presence inside in the paint uh, for Western Kentucky and then also the fact that they just they don't necessarily let people get to the free throw line. So they don't foul whenever people get to the rim, and uh, they they block shots. Really impressive stuff uh, from the Hilltoppers. So that's a look at their defensive metric, by the way. They uh, they let teams shoot an average amount uh, from three, about 34%, and then they let teams shoot 46% from uh, from two. So that's uh, that's a look at the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers. Again, pretty efficient in, in most categories. They block shots. They do turn the ball over on the offensive but they shoot a decent percentage and then they play really solid defense around the rim without fouling. So final score prediction here before we wrap things up. I think that after seeing the way that Kentucky played against North Carolina, I think they've got a little bit of momentum and I think they're going to want to capitalize on it. I think Kentucky is going to win this game considering it is at home. It is uh, in Rupp. Western Kentucky is not one of the slouch opponents like Kentucky has played uh, early on in non-conference play. This is going to be a tough matchup. I'm going to predict Kentucky to win this game by six. I'm going to go 76 to 70. I think that is going to be the final score. I think both these teams are going to shoot the basketball pretty decently. I I don't think Kentucky's going to shoot as well from three as they did uh, uh, against North Carolina last week, but I do think they're going to be able to to get that three-point percentage up uh, right before they get into conference play. All right, that, so that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked On Kentucky. You can follow the show on Twitter at Locked On UK. You can follow me on Twitter at Pound. Again, no episode Thursday or Friday. We're going to have a recap show on Monday. Going to be talking about a lot of different things as well uh, throughout next season. Looking Really looking forward to that Kentucky versus Iowa matchup, the Citrus Bowl. See you all then. God bless. <laughs>